Welcome to Season 3. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life in truth and love. This podcast has evolved, which is no surprise to me, because when you live authentically, you experience a lot of change. Thankfully, it's always a positive change, because when you ditch the coulds and shoulds and let God lead, the outcome is always beautiful. This podcast started as a resource for recovering perfectionists, but has expanded into a place for all to come and be themselves, share their struggles and their victories, giving God the glory along the way. Our world today suffers from an excessive amount of pressure on all sides that leave an individual feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, and eventually hopeless. My guests and myself have experienced all of these feelings at one time or another, which is why these stories and encouragements will inspire and uplift you. Hi friends, welcome to season three of the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast. Season three has something extra special just for you. Along with the interviews you love from my authentic guests, you will have the opportunity to listen to the new free audio version of my newest book, The Relevant Old Testament, Illuminating Lessons from Imperfect People. I was inspired to create this audio version for those who want to listen during their commute or while doing the dishes. It is still recommended to sit down when you get a chance and go through this Bible study book as it involves a lot of one-on-one writing time with God. But I believe you will find this audio version helpful as you get started. Each chapter will be recorded as its own episode. Please feel free to share the listening links with your friends. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Inside today's podcast, I have with me Nicole Everett. Nicole is a wife and mother of two energetic boys and loves helping people and passionate prayer. She is currently working on her bachelor's in ministry leadership and is still adjusting from their big move from Maryland to Texas. Nicole, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to continue this conversation about what to do when you're tired. Um, what it's really about rest. <laughs> um, so let's talk about your relationship with rest. How would you rate it? Um, I think sometimes I might over, overly rest. Oh, oh, I have a, not necessarily at night, but, um, (laughs) during the day, uh, rest is too much of my friend. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, that we need to hear about this. Yeah. (laughs) We need to know how to do this. So what, what do you, what do you do to rest? So what are the things that you're um, resting in during the day? So I, I was actually pondering this a little bit this morning um, on how I could talk about it because I think when I first became a mom of two boys, I was always told, give yourself grace, make sure you rest. Mm-hmm. Um to the point that I was never encouraged on how to keep a good schedule, time manage. So, and then you throw in stress on top of that. So a lot of times when I start to feel overwhelmed, I will 
get in a comfy blanket and easily take a nap. Wow. I just, I'm like, oh, look, it's time for me to rest. I better go do that. So I just, I do it. Um, I know this is probably unexpected, but I do it to the point where it's very unproductive. But I mean, I was really, really pondering this about um, what does it mean to rest? Mm -hmm. And one thing that I've also been navigating is um, how my body responds in a flight mode when there's stress because mm-hmm. of past like a, a major move from not just one state to another state but from the north to the south there's culture shock there and um such magnitude of stress in the process that I didn't realize how that affects your body. It affects your, um, your glands. Like I had mm-hmm. no idea. And then I like the more friend, I, I explain how I rest that, oh, my house overwhelms me and I can just easily, you know, I could easily take a nap. It's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I took a nap yesterday and then I, but I get to the point where I'm like, if I don't get a nap, I'm going to be so cranky. And, mm-hmm. um, my husband reminded me the other day, he's like, you stopped exercising and now you're not really sleeping well at night and you seem a little bit more tired and grouchy during the day. And I, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I can just take a nap and I'm good. But um, I think one thing that I'm working on is resting by being awake. Hmm. Resting in the word of God, he he might have gotten my heart during this pondering of your questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've gotten away from that. But I don't always need to rest with a nap to shut the world out and shut the overwhelm out. But to sit down and rest, you know, in the quiet and the stillness of who God is, and reprioritize my list according to how he shows me mm-hmm. because I don't know how I mean you see the, the bucket there um <laughs> but I because I don't know he knows how what the end of my day will look like and what right. my next day will look like so yeah um the questions about rest really got my heart moving around um and I really felt like the Lord was like, yeah, let's talk about this. I think you <laughs> overly rest. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, uh, resting, you know, where you, you go, you know what? I'm going to take a nap. I'm overwhelmed. I was going to say, it's not necessarily unproductive, um, especially when you are uh, like, I like how you're being really reflective and honest with yourself about, you know, like there's one thing to hide, right? And then there's another thing to really like, you know what, I, this is too much. Like I need to just take a nap or sit down. And for me, that that part can be an act of trust if that's what I'm doing, right? Yeah. So um, I, I liked how you said that, you know, resting in the Lord that 
is productive. Yeah. Um, because he does know your today and your tomorrow and your next year. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think that's probably the best thing anyone can do. Yeah. Um, and I, I probably mentioned it before, like give your schedule to God, you know, give him that to-do list mm -hmm. and let him prioritize it. And, you know, some people listening might think, what? I don't think that's very realistic. Um, it is. It is. It is realistic because if God is going to be the Lord of my life, mm -hmm. then God is going to be Lord of my life, yeah. not just the parts where I can fit them in right. or just the parts I don't feel equipped to uh, manage on my own. No, that's not it. He wants all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a few years ago, oh my goodness, uh, I had a, I had found a, a mom mentor through Pinterest. Oh my goodness. I think in 2016 or 2017, it's amazing how the Lord uses whatever he wants to get to our hearts. And she really moved me in such a way towards the Lord. I didn't like, I really needed, and I had already been praying about that, but her main thing was, you know, you make a to-do list. That's wonderful. Now you take your to-do list and you open your hands and you yes. speak to the Lord and you say, Lord, how do I prioritize that? And I, it, it blew me away because I was like, wow, I never, I never thought about that. And, mm -hmm. um, I mean, now just, I really feel like I've been stumbling since we moved here to Texas three years later. I know, but, um, <laughs> like it just threw me, I had a really good routine before I had a great everything was great. And then just like the uproot of everything and the shaking of everything. Um, I had a really bad depression area. It was very short. The Lord did not let me stay there, but it was deep enough that it really, it really got me down. And then he really pulled me up pretty quickly. But then once he pulled me up, I had a, I had a healing process to go through for the grief and the upset and the anger and the bitterness basically towards God, because he moved me from everything I knew. Mm -hmm. Um, but just, uh, learning how to, I'm still learning how to get back to my to-do list, um, get back to that open hand with my to-do list. Yeah. And, um, when I feel that overwhelm, not shut down and take a nap because, that's just so easy. And then when mm -hmm. I wake up, I don't necessarily finish what I'm doing. Um, I tend to leave it and then I might put it on my husband later, but, uh, which isn't always the best thing, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm like relearning how to get back into it. And now I've picked up, um, college courses, very part-time, but within, uh, seven weeks was my first half. So then I had to pick up a whole new routine schedule and miss the, um, uh, being a, a faraway caretaker for my mother-in-law, um, as she became sick and trying to deal with, with helping that with the family, um, it's all over, but my husband really stepped up to help with everything. He's like, you focus on what you need to focus on and. I'm good. I'll, I'll handle the rest. So there's something I think really important 
to say right now is that it's not that making lists is the right thing Mm -hmm. and taking naps is the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. That's actually not it. It's not like one or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want everyone to hear that because Mm -hmm. it's not like, oh, well, you have to get back on the ball with your routines. No, the answer is you need to connect with the Lord. Uh, You know, like, like when you're overwhelmed, go to God. Yeah. Right then and there, instead of maybe taking the nap first Yes. Yes. or, you know, or like what, this is what helps me. I'm going to share this because this might be helpful for more than one person with, with the overwhelm Mm -hmm. because I get overwhelmed. I do. Thankfully it's not as common as it used to be, but in times when I'm feeling really overwhelmed and I can't really think a full thought like it's horrible I hate it it's like the worst feeling ever um I will go okay it's time sit down sit down and do a brain dump I don't know if you've ever done one of those before it helps me every time so it helps me in more than one way so a brain dump is you write down just like a list format like nothing fancy you write down everything you're thinking about right Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, dishes, uh, writing this, uh, you know, getting this form filled out, uh, making this phone call, whatever it is. I'm just saying, oh, getting the yard done, da, da, da. anything you could think of. And you keep going until you have no more thoughts. And it might take, you know, five minutes, yeah. <laughs> which is not really that long. I do that. And then it helps me, one, because I got it out of my head. So now I don't have all these like interrupted sentences in my brain driving me mad. Yeah. Um, So it helps with that, but also it helps me see, okay, you know what? This really isn't that overwhelming because this isn't, this does not need to be done today. Um, This does, but it's only going to take me 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it helps me see what was going on in my head that was making me feel overwhelmed and then I'm able to have God help me prioritize Mm -hmm. and so I'll just have a conversation say okay God here's all the things that were in my mind um are there any is there anything on this list that you want me to work on today oh that okay and then I'll mark it you know today or whatever and then what about this no not yet okay what day oh Thursday all right cool and and he does respond. Yeah. And it's because we have a relationship. Yeah. Right? I know him. I trust him. Mm-hmm. I know he never leaves me or forsakes me because it says that like a million, well, like 365 times. <laughs> Something like that. It says it a lot. Yeah. In the Bible. Yeah. It, it that's not the 365. That's like, don't be afraid. Yeah. Or I'm like <laughs> pretty close, pretty close, similar. I use both scriptures and um, so like rooting myself in that truth, which is another way of resting in the Lord. Right. Yes. Um, and reminding myself of that. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. That's probably something I might've, I used to do and I need to get back to that. <laughs> I write everything down. Um, I know because sometimes I'll turn to my husband, I'll call him and I'll just be like, blah, 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 all the things. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, well, um, 
uh, I don't really know what to do with that. And I kind of put him on this level where I'm like, no, tell me what you want me to do, where what you said, what I really should do is take that to God yep, and give it to him and let him tell me, um, versus probably overwhelming my very sweet husband with it <laughs> just because, um, he's there, but you know, like it's, he's there. Uh, mm-hmm. and there are times though, when he'll say, okay, how about you put this to the side, like you put the laundry to the side, don't even worry about it. Just let it, let it be. And then when I come home, I'll get it taken care of. Mm-hmm. And um, I was okay. Sometimes that's very helpful for me, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, just trying to get back to where I'm resting. Like you said, with putting God first and asking him, I like the days that if I take a nap, I can get up and get back to what I'm doing. Yes. Uh, those are my productive nap days. But um, I think those were happening when I was exercising mm-hmm. more. I haven't worked out in like four weeks or so. Um, just because, you know, exercise should help your stress and all of the things. But mm-hmm. there were days where it was just, there's a lot going yeah. on. A lot in the house a lot for my boys who I put back in school, um, a lot for my own college. Thank God. I only took two light classes. (laughs) That felt like so much. And I talked to, you know, younger college students who are taking like five or six classes. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I would would be crushed under that. But, Mm. um, but yeah, just, just finding that rest in him when things are crazy. Um, and not doing the overly rest. And, you know, I want to say this too, to you and to anybody that can relate that like that time that you've had, you know, this, this period of time where you have this rough transition and you just feel like you can't get back in the swing and you're just kind of like avoiding things, you know, running away from them. God is still with you. So like, and his grace, we know this is sufficient And I'm reminding you of that because I have to remind myself of that um, because I'm really hard on myself. Like, like pretty much anyone that's known me for a long time, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so hard on yourself. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to be, I I try really hard not to be. But anyway, so let's say I've had a season similar to that where like, I just can't get on the ball. I just, you know, like on the ball. Yeah. You know, um, what I feel like the Holy Spirit has whispered to me is like, I'm still here. I've still got you. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about the past. You don't have to worry about time lost. Just reconnect with me now, you know? Yeah. Um, and and he already knew this was going to happen. That's the way I like to look at it too. <laughs> like he already knew yeah. that there was gonna be this season in your life. Um, and now it's kind of cool. Like you were saying that these questions really were, um, what did you say? Like stirring things in your heart. Yeah. And so that kind of makes me excited. Cause I'm like, Ooh, Hey, maybe, maybe, um, these questions that God gave me really helped, you know, somebody else yeah. to, um, think differently or whatever. And, uh, it's just cool how we all are connected. And, and God can use us for each other. 
um, and like use you today for somebody else. That's like, oh my goodness. I thought I was the only one that did that. Yeah. Yeah. And a a lot of it is um, talking to, because here where I live, they're just, we're called transplants. We're, we're transplanted in and there is such a large group of us. That's how I found out about some kind of gland. I don't know what it's called. Um, It's located around your kidneys that stress can really completely deplete it. And because they experienced it the same way I did from moving, because for me, my husband was traveling. He took the job promotion and then traveled from Maryland to Texas. So I was on my own packing the house and the kids and getting ready for a vacation before we moved all of the things. And I didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have learned not to fight the peace of God. I'm learning. That's, that's not even, that's not even accurate. I'm still learning. (laughs) We're all still learning. It looks like to fight the peace of God. And I fought so hard that I ran myself physically into the ground with that stress. And I did not realize the toll it took on my body until we were um, on the way here in Tennessee. And I hit the ground. Like I, I like, I literally hit, I mean, not literally, I'm sorry. (laughs) We hit a wall physically with my body got up at five in the morning because, Hey, we got to get back on the road. We got to make time and keep going and took a shower and I'm about to blow dry my hair. And I thought I was, I thought I was going to die and I crawled back into bed. I could barely make it back into bed. And I said, I don't know if I'm dehydrated, hungry. I got to go back to sleep. And I, it was probably another four or five hours. We were late getting on the road. I laid there. My husband got me Gatorade crackers, ibuprofen. Um, and I just remember talking to God, like, please don't let me die in Nashville. I know (laughs) how much I love it, but Lord Jesus, I do not want to die. Like I want to keep going. And, um, we made it, but just the, the physical stress of the move and, If I, I think if I wouldn't have fought God so much, I mean, packing and being dramatic during the packing process, like crying my eyes out with, I don't want to go putting things in boxes through tears, constantly telling God, really don't think this is what I should do. I really don't like it. Meanwhile, the whole time, the Holy Spirit's like, but how do you know there's something, I don't have something better for you. Mm -hmm. How do you know? this isn't going to be the best thing for you. I know what's good for you. And yet I still said, but I know what's good for me, Lord. Like I know what is here. I know (laughs) what's good. So that mentality of, um, pushing back is it affects you physically. And I had no clue how it affected me physically that three years later, I'm still, um, healing. Well, beginning to heal my body from that physical stress and not, not allowing myself to always give into the nap time first, like mm. not pushing myself. Cause sometimes I'll just push myself with cleaning, reading something to the point where I'm not even comprehending anything. Right. But I need to do what you suggested, brain dump, talk to God. Yeah. Instead, before I just 
lay down. It's almost like laying down and giving up in a way for me. Right. It's almost like I'm laying down and giving up and then I'm going to get up and stumble through the rest of my evening until bedtime. Right. And that's just, that's not the healthy thing. So I love what you said about taking it back to God, having that conversation with them. Cause then you get that peace and then you could, I could probably take a much more restful nap where I could get up and be, you know, not stumbling around my evening, but be more present, coherent throughout my evening with my family until bedtime. If any of that makes sense. (laughs) Right. No, it does. And, um, I was thinking too, you know, there's probably someone thinking, okay, I don't think God really wants my to-do list. Like he's not going to care about that stuff. Actually, he cares about everything. Um, and, and I have been reminded of that and affirmed in that many times over, but, um, specifically in the book of Exodus, we get to see God's character is a God who is in the details. He's not just in them. He cares about them. He, he's so picky. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Um, He knows exactly what he wants and how he wants it. And so he knows, and he knows us, Mm -hmm. he knows every single part of us. Mm -hmm. So he does care about all of our little to-do lists and he knows the best way to prioritize. He knows the things that we can just cross right off because guess what? God didn't give us that assignment. Somebody pressured us into thinking that was something we had to do false, you know? And so when you bring it to the Lord, you get that clarity and you know that, um, oh, you know what? I've been doing this. I've been spending time on this for years. And God's like, I never told you you had to do that, you know? Um, and that's something that I found for myself that has been so life-giving to, you know, really cut down all the fluff on my to-do list and be like, you know what? You don't even need to do that. Um, that's just because so-and-so thinks that you should, and you're trying to impress this person or whatever, but mm, that's not for me. Yeah. That's, that's really good. That's all. That's you had to bring up the book of Exodus because (laughs) (laughs) yes, that's the best reminder. Um, he knows every hair on our head, like nothing falls without him knowing it. So even more reason that you know, to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Nicole, I really enjoyed having this conversation today. Um, that's like kind of the other side of the coin of yeah. tiredness <laughs> and overwhelm and rest. Uh, and I, I feel like it's going to be really beneficial um, for people out there that maybe that's how they respond to overwhelm is they just kind of like, close off and shut down. Um, so this will be really good. And I really appreciate you talking to me. Yeah. I hope it reaches someone because I just, you know, you never know. And, um, I feel like so many, especially women, moms, working moms, we're all, most of us can be in that same boat where we just don't, I don't, I'm not good at time managing, but the whole coming back to the Lord, like that is really sticking in my heart, just bringing it back to the Lord, mm-hmm. open hand with my list and let him decide, 
hey, which one of these is you and which one of these is not you that I allowed someone to put here. So yes. I really appreciate this. This was great. And you know what, too, I will add that, um, yeah, this is not an episode about, okay, you need to get back on track. You need to like be organized and manage your time. No, that's actually Mm -hmm. not what I'm saying, because that is another like really popular message that's rammed down our throat and makes us feel bad. And it also still distracts us from what we actually need, which is that relationship with God doing life with him letting, you know, his grace be enough for us and letting him teach us and grow us. So I think this was fantastic. And I have one more question. Yes. How can we support you and stay connected to your journey? Oh, um, I have no idea. (laughs) I'm on Instagram. Uh, and I, I mainly post about my kids and some college. And I just talk about how the Lord has really blessed me. And, um, I don't remember my Instagram name right now. It's like warrior princess (laughs) or something like that. Nicole Lynn underscore warrior princess, because I love to pray. And when I pray, I feel like it, I, I feel like a warrior. I feel like when I get into the prayer with the Holy spirit, I'm going to war. So that's where the warrior princess came from. Mm-hmm. I got a sword and I, I go at it. So we'll get that link in the show notes so people can click it and follow you. Um, and for me, when I'm trying to find you again, I'm like, there was something about a princess. <laughs> I know her name has something with princess and Nicole, but I never can remember like the whole name yeah. But because I've looked you up a few times. I'm like, okay, warrior princess. I remember that much. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I'm, I'm his princess. He, I'm the daughter of the most high King. That's right. I am his warrior princess warring, praying for other people and just going at it in the, that's right. So yeah, it's true. You're speaking the truth. So thank you. Thank you so much again for, for talking with me. Yeah. Is the Bible boring to you? It used to be for me too, but now I see it was the missing link between my religion and my relationship. If you felt like something was missing from your faith, the Truth and Tools workbook will be a precious tool for you to draw nearer to the heart of God. I hope you'll check it out. It's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback. Direct link in the show notes of today's episode. I'm so glad you've been enjoying the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast and wanted you to know that if you'd like to support and help share its uplifting message, you can leave a positive review on Apple or Spotify. To donate 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month, simply click the anchor link in the notes of this show. Once you're on the anchor homepage of the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast, click the middle button that says support and select your amount and enter your info. It's quick and easy and will make a great impact on the lives of my family. Thanks for being with me today. Let's keep practicing saying no to perfect and yes to truth. Take care.